Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm Dan's co-host for the week, Bailey Merzik. Today, you'll be impressed by the quality of our show as we discuss the upcoming Quality Month festivities planned for October at Michigan Medicine. Now, before we get into that conversation, I want you to stop what you're doing, go back, and listen to any episode of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New shows debut weekly can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines we can review. And on that note, let's bring in Katie Grid and Kevin DeHorty, two members of the Quality Month team. Katie and Kevin, can you first introduce yourselves and explain your roles in the organization and with Quality Month? Yeah, um, my name is Katie Gribb, and I'm a continuous improvement specialist in the Department of Internal Medicine, and my role um, on the Quality Month Committee is one of the poster team leads. Um, I'm one of the co-leads that helps review all of the awesome applications that we get every year. Hi, and I'm Kevin DeBorty. I'm an advisor in our continuous improvement team, which is a division of quality. Um, and also have the honor of leading our Quality Month planning team, which is what brings Katie and I here today. Outstanding. All right, so let's start with you, Kevin. Why would you say quality and safety work is so important at Michigan Medicine? Why is it so vital that we celebrate this work? Yeah, so great question. And, you know, it really comes down to improving outcomes for our patients, right? I mean, that's why we're in... um, in healthcare is to help heal our patients and do that in a way that is um, not having them leave even sicker than when they came, right? So we want to make sure that then the only way to improve quality and safety is to improve our processes, right? So when we're improving processes, we're also um, making things less frustrating for the people that are delivering care, which is again, why they're here is to help our patients. So um, and if we do all those things consistently, then we're better able to invest in our facilities and our teams and better um, clinical treatments and advancing care. So it all really fits together. It's a win for the patient. It's a win for our employees. Um, it's a win for our health system as a whole. So really, it's all about really being mindful about how we can continue to improve our processes that lead to that quality and safety improvement. And um, that's not easy to do. So we want to make sure we celebrate all the people that are investing their time in continuously improving their processes, because um, it can be thankless at time, but um, there isn't a, there's a there's a reward on the other side of that investment. We want to make sure that we recognize that. Yeah. So talking about recognizing quality and safety work here at Michigan Medicine, Um, we always have quality month celebrated every October. So are there any details yet that you can share about this year's celebration? So this year's theme is value-based prioritization and right-sizing care. Um, And so those are really the same concept applied through a couple uh, different lenses. The first is in recognition that we can't do it all as individuals, we can't do it all as teams, and we can't do it all as a health system, right? And so how we prioritize and make sure that we focus on the most important items becomes critically important. Um, And in order to do that, sometimes we have to deselect things or put things on pause so we can redirect that energy towards those things that are most important. Um, And that concept applies to how we deliver care, 
as well. So quality and safety is all about moving towards uh, value-based um, delivery of care versus fee-for-service, so to speak. And so um, if we can make sure that we're only delivering the care that patients need, that put them in the best place to heal, that is going to improve value um, for our overall healthcare system. So we're partnering very closely with Improve, which is a division of quality um, Michigan program for value enhancement. And they partner very closely with IHPI to do a lot of research and apply that research to how we can continuously improve um, our value-based care. So those two concepts kind of, kind of are coming together for quality month this year. Um, we're going to have a keynote speaker, a learning session, a panel discussion. We found that to be a really nice sort of winning combination for how we can honor that theme and get the word out and how people can take some things back and apply it to um, to their, their work. Um, and we'll have lots of opportunities to network um, and share uh, their improvement stories. I won't steal Katie's thunder. I think she's going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, and then, of course, our very popular um, Jack Billy Award will also be connected to Quality Month again this year, as well as highlighting some of our exemplar work, which is really how others can learn um, from some of that uh, best practices that are being um, carried out across the institution. So you mentioned uh, sometimes putting things on pause if you have to. And of course, starting in 2020, a lot of the in-person activities were put on pause for Quality Month because of COVID. I know a lot of policies and protocols have been rolled back now here at Michigan Medicine. Will there be a return to some in-person activities for Quality Month 2023? We are super excited because this year we will, in addition to all the virtual events um, that Kevin alluded to, we are going to bring back that in-person poster sharing session. So we're very excited. It will be held like it has been in previous years prior to COVID at NCRC, so that North Campus uh, Research Center. And it's going to also include a time for networking. So we're going to be able to connect with not only uh, those who are sharing their work, but also those coming to attend and see the work. Um, we hope to see a lot of our Michigan Medicine uh, leadership team there. And yeah, just a really great opportunity to get back to something in person and really connect one-on-one -on -one with people who are doing the work and um, also just our colleagues in general. So yeah, we are going to have that in addition to all of the virtual events that um, you saw these past few years, uh, including we'll still have some of those poster sharing opportunities virtually as well. So there'll be something for everyone. If you can't come um, to that in-person event, there's still going to be lots of virtual things to choose from. Okay, so talking about posters and um, the upcoming Quality Month here in a couple months, um, when is the, I know this is why we're doing this podcast, so when can you talk about the poster deadline that's coming up and resources available for those that um, may have questions about submitting posters? Yes, definitely. So the posters are due next Friday. So July 7th, it is coming up quickly here. So you've got a week left to draft up any of that improvement work that people may be working on so that we can share it with your colleagues. Um, if you are unsure how to get started, like you mentioned, or you need resources, you can visit the quality department website. Um, I'm sure we can link that full link. It's kind of long. So there's a particular link that has everything about quality month. 
and there is a particular tab just for the poster application process that folks can utilize. And that will be where you can find the poster template to download, um, where the email for our team, which is quality-month at med.umich.edu if you have any questions. Um, and then also the Qualtrics link where you'll actually submit your poster and fill out just some information about your team for us as well by that July 7th deadline. So I also do just want to make a quick note that if you have everything lined up for your poster and you're waiting on something like data um, and are just kind of hesitant to submit your work because like not every little thing is there, we don't want you to feel discouraged. We want you to still fill out that whole poster um, and if there's just that one piece missing that you know is going to be there by September before we start to share things, just put a little note in that results section, hey, we're going to have this, um, and still feel free to submit that work because we definitely want to be able to have as many applications as possible. So if you've got just a little bit of hesitancy, um, I would just say go for it and make a note and we can read that note and take all that into consideration. So just wanted to make that little caveat for folks. And real quick, speaking of hesitancy, if some of our listeners aren't really sure whether their work is appropriate for quality month, can you just give a little bit more insight into what it is you're sort of looking for in these posters? What kind of work is appropriate to share with the organization or maybe give an example or two from the past couple of years? Yeah, um, I'll just let you guys know what that completed poster should demonstrate. So we're looking for a completed cycle of PDCA or plan, do, check, adjust. So something where you've done all of the work to plan an intervention for a problem your team has encountered and you've been able to like fully go through and try something and like measure that improvement. And so speaking of that, it does need to be measurable. So you need to have had something that you, hey, here's the problem, here's that gap we wanted to close, and then did we close the gap? And it's okay if you didn't. We're just looking to hear people's stories. So you don't have to have made this awesome, significant, we went from 50 to 100%. Um, we're just looking to see what you tried and what you learned. So it's okay if that wasn't necessarily a positive improvement as well. Um, so those are the things that we're definitely checking for that you have to have. And then, yeah, from there, it's just telling us your story, telling us what the problem was that you worked to improve how you um, assessed it, what it looked like, and then what what did you do to improve it? And then tell us about your results. But yeah, Kevin, would you add anything to that? Yeah, the only thing I would add is um, <clears throat> we do provide a template that we encourage people to use. But if you submitted, let's say we um, nursing um, at Michigan has poster days, right? And they highlight all kinds of great work. If they feel like they've met the criteria that Katie just walked through, they can submit their poster as is. They've already created it. We're not asking them to take a bunch of extra time and then reformat it into our template. Um, but we do ask them to just uh, reflect on whether they met that criteria that Katie just walked through. So that's one additional way to make it a little convenient. And um, one, one sort of just quick related note is we're continuing to partner very closely with UMH West as well as My Michigan. They actually have people on our planning committee and submit posters every year. And we're very excited that Sparrow will also be submitting posters this year and um, participate in Quality Months. We're excited to add that new partner um, into our celebration. That's great. 
All right. So if anyone wants to learn more about Quality Month in general, where can they go? Yeah, Katie said it, right? So I think the most comprehensive place is the website um, on the quality department's and on the quality department's website, we have a quality month website, and we'll definitely link that in um, the podcast as well as it was linked in headlines this week. Um, so that's probably where you're going to get most of your information, like the post application process, the um, the uh, uh, calendar of events, as well as some of the other sort of information that's relevant. Um, and then just general questions can go to quality-month at med.umich.edu and someone will make sure to follow up with you um, within at least a day or two. All right. Well, thank you, Katie and Kevin, for sharing this great information about Quality Month. Um, I know it's still a little early, so you'll be able to find a little bit more information coming up here in the next few months. So um, in headlines and um, coming probably from Kevin and Katie as well. So be on the lookout for that. If you want to learn about this year's celebration, you can go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the lightning round when we ask one of our guests four questions they haven't seen before. Katie, it's your turn in the hot seat. Are you ready to go? Uh, ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> so first, of course, the long holiday weekend is upon us. Are you into 4th of July at all? And if so, what is your favorite part of the holiday? Yeah, that's, that's a fun question. Yeah, actually, every year, um, my husband's parents have a cottage up north. So we take the whole week off, um, probably for the last five years since we've been married and go up to their cottage at Higgins Lake. So we really enjoy just being up north and hiking and uh, going on the pontoon. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. <laughs> That sounds tremendous, and you may have already answered the second question, but I will ask it anyway, just in case it's different. If money were no object, where would you go for the perfect summer vacation? Mm. Um, if money were no object, <laughs> I'd probably honestly stay up, uh, just go a little bit more north from our cottage because I love Traverse City and Sutton's Bay, and so I would probably just spend the whole summer there. Um, we really love all of uh, all the water activities up there and um, just all the cute little towns and hanging out. So that's my favorite place in the summer. Sticking with the money being no object thing, if you were given $1 million, what is the first thing you would buy? Ooh, First thing I would buy, probably as a new homeowner, are things that we need for this house. <laughs> so that's what comes <laughs> I understand to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've got our long list of uh, priorities of what we want. So probably next up for us would be um, like a, a back porch kind of area. So we're currently investigating what we want. So I would definitely do that first. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that question, too, I immediately thought a back patio. That's what we're hoping to eventually so get funny. for our house. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're in the same boat there. I all right. love it. Yep. Finally, Quality Month is all about celebrating the great work our teams do. So let's have you self-reflect a little bit. What's the thing you are most proud of with the work you do at Michigan Medicine? Oh, I like that one. Um, I'm probably most proud of uh, one of the recent projects that I partnered with the last few years um, with Dr. Elliot Tapper. Um, he's one of our hepatologists at Michigan Medicine, and we worked for a few years on um, really reducing re the readmissions for our cirrhosis patients here. Um, 
And so there was a ton of really cool work we did that we got to connect with a lot of patients and their families. And so we did a lot of like interviewing to learn about what they needed, as well as like their preferences for how to be educated when they leave the hospital. Um, and so that was just a really empowering kind of project to really make the connections with, yeah, there's a problem on the side of us with healthcare, but then how can we relate that back to like, what do our patients actually need? And let's make sure we meet that first and then see how that helps our readmissions as well. So that's something I was really uh, proud to be a part of. And um, it had a lot of great outcomes that we shared last year at Quality Month. Well, thanks again, Katie, for sharing your insights with us. Those were some great answers. If you want to learn more about Quality Month 2023, you can go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. Now, while you're there, you can check out other featured stories from this week, including a look ahead to Camp Little Victors at Mott, and a look back at some of the units recently recognized for their stellar work enhancing the patient experience at U of M Health. Find all that and more at mmheadlines.org. Okay, Dan, so we asked Katie where her favorite summer destination would be. What about you? Well, she so she stole my thunder with what I would buy if I had a million dollars. And she's actually almost on the right, the same path as me with summer destination. I love going up north. Um, Petoskey is my favorite city up north. Um, so I would love to spend some time up there. But in general, um, you know, I'm not a big beach guy. So I would probably go somewhere that's warm, but also has some history to it. So maybe Boston or something like that, where you could just spend some time outside and check out all the historical sites and, and things like that, because um, I'm a nerd and I like that kind of stuff. So that's pre pretty much what I would do. What about you? So I'm I'm still a Michigan girl, too. Um, Kevin knows this. I go to South Haven a lot. So um, South Haven is one of my favorite places. So. That'd probably be my answer. I do like the beach occasionally, but it's nice because there's other things to do there besides just going to the beach and the weather's not like Florida humid weather. Right. So it's, it's nicer. It's not actually gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. All right. It's time for the weekly trivia contest. First, congratulations to social worker Taylor Courier, who won last week's contest. This week's question, here's Bailey. This week's question is, what percentage of U of M health units achieve top marks on their patient experience surveys? Once again, which percentage of U of M health units achieve top marks on their patient experience surveys? You can find the answer in this week's headline story, and once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. That's all we have for this week. Thank you again to Katie and Kevin for joining us, and thanks, as always, to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next time.